0: You're listening to On This Journey, the podcast that empowers you to kick perfectionism to the curb, embrace your journey, and celebrate growth along the way. I'm your host, Tanita Tennant, and each week I talk to amazing women of color who own their stories and are unapologetic in their pursuit to live their best life as their best self. We weren't meant to journey through life alone, and here you don't have to. Let's get started. hey beautiful people we are back i hope you had an amazing weekend i'm excited to get our monday started right and really whatever day you're listening to this i hope your day is going amazing first i want to quickly say thank you so much to everyone who listened to last week's episode episode 11 with coach nikki shorty helping us know how to get clear on what we want and then an effective approach to vision boards so that we really can get what we want if you haven't listened go ahead double back listen to that episode um but today i'm ecstatic about you hearing today's episode y'all i got in the hot seat i'm gonna let you eavesdrop in on this conversation i had with dr d y'all this was for me but i know it was for you too So I'm confident you're gonna walk away um, feeling inspired, encouraged, and with some tools that you can use effective immediately. So I'm not gonna hold you. We're gonna go ahead and dive into today's episode with Dr. D around our inner critic and self-talk. I can't wait to hear from our guest today. We have with us. Dr. D, Dr. Maria Dominguez, she is a bilingual and multicultural licensed marriage and family therapist and life coach. Her work focuses on cultivating resilience and using it as a tool of empowerment within each client to guide them in transforming their own mindsets, emotions, and relationships. Dr. D has 15 years experience in the field. She is also a military spouse and has been able to serve clients across different cultural backgrounds and settings. So I'm super excited. Let's go ahead and welcome Dr. D. Hey, Dr. D.
1: Hey, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for inviting me.
0: Of course. Okay, y'all this is actually my first sit down interview in person because we actually live around the corner from each other. So we got to meet in person and sit down and have this discussion and I'm excited. So today we're gonna be talking about the inner critic our self-talk. So as we're trying to pursue our goals and we're navigating our journey, um, a lot of us, I know for myself, experience um, that negative self-talk. We're always criticizing ourselves. We're usually the hardest on ourselves. So we're going to have Dr. D help us and give us some tools to use to quiet our self-talk. So come on, Dr. D, help us
1: out. So one of my, my favorite um, tools to use right now is using nice. So a lot of the times the people that are the most critical of themselves they tend to be really nice people to everybody else. Mm. So Mm -hmm. I'm sure, I don't know you like that well, but I'm sure if I asked some of the people around, if I asked your husband or some of your friends, like they would say you're a pretty nice person. But then the way that we treat the people around us isn't always the way we treat ourselves. Mm. And so part of that is like making sure that we're practicing integrity so that the way we treat others is also the way we treat ourselves. And so I like using the acronym NICE in that way because we're like redefining that. So the N Stands for ensuring that whatever is playing in your mind, like that's nurturing self-talk. That you're feeding yourself well with your thoughts, with the way that you perceive things, the way that you process things. So that's the N. The I is an integrity practice. So making sure whatever I'm doing today, it's in alignment with what I said I wanted to focus or how I wanted to feed my mind today. So let's say if the nurturing self-talk of the day was I can do hard things... I'm going to make sure that I'm practicing integrity with that and challenging myself to do difficult things because I can do hard things. And so practicing integrity between what I'm saying in my Mm -hmm. mind and how I'm acting out. The C stands for compassion. A lot of times we can be compassionate with our children, Mm -hmm. with our husband, with our friends, but then we don't offer ourselves that same compassion. So practicing that compassion with ourselves complimenting ourselves, and then also committing to this process. I ask people to like commit to a certain number of days of practicing this acronym every day. So it's like, okay, I'm going to recommit today to following this. And, like, there's some ground rules that I have for it, too. So, like, no shitting on yourself. Like, oh, Mm. I should have did this or I should have did that. Right. Or I can't (laughs) do this or I can't do that. Like, making sure, like, no, that's not part of our self-talk Real, I'm committing to not doing that. And instead, I'm focusing on that compassion and complimenting myself because we can easily compliment others. But we don't easily compliment ourselves a lot of the time right and lastly is the e which stands for emotional intelligence a lot of the times we feel negative emotions and then we try to avoid them instead of trying to understand what's the underlying need that that emotion is trying to communicate to us and sometimes when we feel our positive emotions we got to process that too so we could figure out how do I do more of that so I could feel mm-hmm. that more and more often
0: okay I love this nice acronym. I love your approach to it. Each point that you made, I actually was like, okay, that's me. That's me. So I like those tools and the way you broke it down. But can we dive deeper into the end? Okay, so nurturing self-talk. Can you give me an example? Like if I'm having a day where I'm like... You know, I woke up, I'm already off, you know, struggling to get the kids. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh, everything is going wrong today. I can never get it together. And I start feeding myself those thoughts. Right. Where does the end come in there? Right.
1: So the end end comes in, like, you could be like, uh, is that nurturing? No. Like, you already know that's Mm -hmm. not
0: nurturing. Right. So
1: then thinking about how can I process that same series of events i'm feeling overwhelmed i'm getting frustrated all these things happening how can i do that through a nurturing stance so when i ask you that question what comes to mind
0: i have no idea <laughs> a block comes to mind because honestly a block does come to mind. like i'm thinking how would i nurture myself in that moment because for me personally mm-hmm. once that one thought starts it just starts spiraling like quickly yeah so i wouldn't even i can't even tell you like what would be nurturing in that moment
1: okay okay so so let's go back to that moment then so you said it's the morning and then you're overwhelmed and you're having a hard time like getting all the tasks completed for the day mm-hmm. right so maybe one way to nurture yourself would be like okay i'm gonna do the best that i can right now what mm. is it that i could do in this moment okay at least i got him to brush his teeth all right, what's the next thing I'm going to move on to? And then just like redirecting your attention to, okay, what is it that I can do? Things that like build you up, things that take those little steps so that you're starting to feed progress or that you're nurturing some sense of accomplishment and that you're looking at it from like that perspective. So it doesn't change the facts that there's a whole bunch of things you need to do, right. but it's redirecting your attention to I'm, I'm creating momentum. I'm moving forward. So what is it that I can do? What is it that I can redirect my attention to? And then bringing it back to the right now, it sounds Mm -hmm. like, is a lot of the times it's really helpful, too. Because sometimes we're just like, how am I going to get that done? i got to get all this done in the next 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. But if we bring it back to this second right now, what can I do right now? How can I create a little bit of success for myself right now? That can help us just ground ourselves again.
0: Okay, so... What I hear you saying, this is what this is my takeaway, y'all, because I'm going to have me my own session right (laughs) now. okay? so what I'm taking away is those moments where I'm starting to feel defeated and I'm telling myself, see, you can never get it together. You're always messing up. My thing is to stop, be present in the moment and take it one thing at a time. Right. And. As I move through one thing at a time, acknowledging completion of that thing. So if if I managed to get my daughter to school on time, then acknowledging I got her to school on time and and then taking on to the next task. Yes.
1: And then celebrating that, too, because that helps boost our confidence when we celebrate small successes that we actually have some kind of energy or momentum to actually want to do the next thing. But also another thing I want to um I encourage people to do is make clear the differentiation between okay. the inner critic. Like the inner critic is its own thing. So those thoughts like, "Oh, you never do it right." Da, 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 that's the inner critic talking. Mm-hmm. That's not really who you are at the core. And we the evidence we have for that is the way that you treat everybody else around you. Do you mm-hmm. talk to your children that way? Do you talk to the people you love that way or your best right. friends that way? Most likely not, right? No, exactly. Right. You wouldn't come out your mouth and say that. So that's how you know that, okay, this really isn't me because I don't treat anyone else around me in that way. The person I am, I am a compassionate person. I am a loving person. I am a nurturing person. And part of this journey is you choosing to treat yourself the way you treat everybody else around you with that same love. And so recognizing like, oh, nope, that's that inner critic bye like i'm not yes. i'm not doing that today so and then grounding yourself and finding your voice so what is it that i really think about this situation how can i handle it you are a more nurturing or compassionate and kind person mm-hmm. so then finding your voice in the midst of that turmoil or like pressures of
0: the day does that distinction yes. make sense that does make sense can we also use an example of work yes like you know we have career goals we're pursuing our dreams And, um, you know, we may have put it off for so long because we felt like, you know, we're not good enough. We don't measure up or I don't have, you know, all the right tools or skills. Who's going to listen to me? Who's going to buy from me in that setting? How do we quiet our inner critic or start to nurture our thoughts?
1: Right. So I'll use the example of myself because this is something that I can relate to as well. I am a military spouse. I'm also a mother. I've had to press pause on my career multiple times to move around the country or to Mm -hmm. take care of my children. And then in doing so, sometimes the inner critic will come in and be like, oh, you're behind or oh, Mm. you should have, you know, you could have done this. Or I see some of my peers or some of the people that I graduated with and I see that they're further along in what I thought I wanted my career career trajectory to be Mm -hmm. so the inner that's an open door for the inner critic to come in and be like oh see you behind or see you got to play catch up or oh maybe it's too late for you etc etc yes i hear those things now every time i hear those types of critical thoughts i'm like oh okay that's that inner critic i'm not internalizing all of those like expectations or things placed by external like it's just me Mm -hmm. comparing myself to other people or me thinking what my resume is supposed to look like exactly. like that's but that's not really me so mm-hmm. then it's like okay that's the inner critic let me come back to myself what do I really want
0: mm-hmm. what's
1: really important to me my family is very important to me yes being together mm-hmm. with my husband that is very important to me and so then I'm like how can I nurture what's important to me and another thing that's very important to me is my career I'm very career oriented so yes. how Can I make something for myself, something that serves me well? Mm -hmm. And then that allows me to nurture my own ideas, my own goals, my own visions. And then it embraces creativity and you creating whatever you want from within yourself, Mm -hmm. not having kind of these external things that you're trying to like race and catch up to. Mm -hmm. So that's one way you're like nurturing yourself, nurturing what you want by just reflecting on that and choosing to make that a priority. And then- okay that's that inner critic that's not me right i know who i am and finding your voice and using your voice to make sense of everything that's happening
0: yeah okay so i told y'all i'm asking for myself okay because and i'm glad you mentioned the military spouse thing because i mean i am too so we can relate to each other there and i felt that way um all through this journey is like you know I pursued these degrees, you know, and then also sometimes you do get those people that ask you like, you know, you, girl, you got those degrees when you going to use them or, you know, when y'all going to go somewhere where you can um, pursue your career too. And so you have those thoughts and then you have your own thoughts for yourself. Like you said, where you expected you would be one place like, like you, I'm career driven as well. I have a lot of goals. I'm very ambitious. So I felt like, um, you know, like oh my gosh, am I ever going to do it? I'm, get, I'm only getting older. You know, I, I want to create this life for myself. I want to meet these goals. So I personally still struggle with that today. Like even with creating the podcast, like you said, this was a way for me to say, okay, this is something I can do in the midst of all of this yes. to still move me forward. I'm still doing something I'm passionate about. Yes. And I'm actually still using my degrees because I'm a journalist. So, Um, this podcast came from out of that, but I can relate to that. And I still struggle with that every day. Like, um, you know, my husband and I have conversations where I want to write more and I, I want to do more, but I'm like, how can I, the kids need me, you know, everything has to follow his career. So in those moments when I have to stop, like you said before, stop, be present, say what is true. How do I say what is true in that moment when that is true? Like, it mm-hmm. is true that I'm following behind my husband. Mm-hmm. Um, it is true that I'm majority time have to be the one there for the kids because mm-hmm. his work schedule takes priority. Mm-hmm. So those things are true. So how do right. I nurture myself when that really is the truth?
1: Right. So, so it sounds like um, a shift in perspective okay. could be helpful because those things are true. And they're also true because you chose them to be true.
0: Mm, and so standing
1: in a place of empowerment like yes I chose this Mm -hmm. yes I want to be together with my husband yes I want to be raising my children Mm -hmm. because like if if you didn't want it to be true you can make it not true too so just like remembering Mm -hmm. like oh this is the choice that I made and this is what I want and this is what I desire and then when you remember like the power of your choice and like oh this is actually what I want Mm -hmm. then you could feel some peace about it it's less like feeling like you're kind of um forced by conditions Mm because i felt that too yes but then i'm like hold on because there was a time that i might have you know blamed the government or the military yes move me here and there now i gotta get a new license and all Mm -hmm. this other stuff so i definitely get it but then i remember but this truly is the life that i want like I want this, I and I enjoy being able to switch it up every couple mm-hmm. of years. I mean, I wish we could go to different places sometimes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I do enjoy the transitions mm-hmm. here and there. So, like standing in my in my power and empowering myself and saying, "This is what I want," and I also want more of this. So, I want to be caring for my children right now. Like I chose to to homeschool, so I'm like mm-hmm. spending more time with them. That means I'm spending less time on my career, but I know I still want to spend time in my career. So, figuring out how can I do all of these things I want this and I want some of this too Mm -hmm. and just coming at it from that place allows you to even nurture yourself because you're honoring the parts of you that made that decision
0: Mm. you're honoring that wife part of Mm -hmm. you
1: you're honoring that mother part of you and now you're just trying to figure out how to make more space for the writer for the author in you Mm -hmm. or for the journalist in you or for the other like creative sparks that that you're wanting to nourish and so acknowledging like I'm I am complex and big enough to have all of these multiple aspects of myself Mm -hmm. come to the table at the same time. Mm -hmm. Like that's okay. It doesn't, we don't have to pit these parts of our identity against each other.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay. I like that. And I I wanted to ask that, I know I can get long winded, so hope y'all understood, but I wanted to ask that because I know sometimes even our reality and it is the truth, we still will like... Kind of beat ourselves up about it. So I like how you said to take our power back, empower ourselves. That yes, I made this choice. Yes, I do love my husband. I love my kids, and this is what I want to do. So it kind of brings it back to you know I'm meeting these needs, and that's also like that other positive that we can celebrate. You know, yes. Oh, I'm able to be in my kids. You know, events when when their dad can't make it, they get to have a, a parent show yes. up, so I can celebrate that and then when I do um make these moves to say okay you know what I got back out there in the podcasting seat then I can celebrate that too so I can have both celebrate both lanes yes so yeah I'm glad we touched I'm glad we touched on that because sometimes the inner critic, the negative self talk, comes, mm. but it is coming from some truth too. Yes. So I'm glad we addressed yeah. that part.
1: Yeah, and it's so so important that we acknowledge the truth in it from mm-hmm. an empowered place, mm. because then you're you're practicing that both ends. So like, yeah, there's truth to it, and I could speak truth through a lens of love. I don't have to right. beat myself up to see truth. Like, it's truth, and it's truth in love too, and moving more in that direction because that's more of who you are anyway.
0: Yes. Okay, so I have I have a question. So whatever it is when our our inner critic comes and we have these neg this negative self-talk and we know we need to stop be present and start to nurture ourselves. What is an, a way that we can be present? You know like um I don't know, like sometimes I can't like count to 10 or count to, you know what I mean yeah. so what is yeah. something that maybe we can do to even initiate us calming down and getting present like I'm sure you've heard it
1: before it but for me like one of the most effective ones is really just taking one long deep breath like mm. mm-hmm okay where, where am I even at right now? Because sometimes when the inner critic comes, I get on a time machine and I'm mm-hmm. like traveling to some worst case scenario future. Mm-hmm. Or I travel to the past and I'm replaying events that yes. I, you know, so, so taking that deep breath and bringing myself back to right
0: now. Mm.
1: Where am I right now? What is most important to me right now?
0: I like that. That's a good tip. And- That deep breath thing, like I used to hear that and you kind of be like, you know, okay, I'll take a deep (laughs) breath. Yeah. But then when you really start to do it, like um, when I started meditating and meditation is basically just breath work, Mm -hmm. I really start to notice like you do feel that release. So just taking, just stopping in your tracks and taking that long, deep breath and saying, where am I right now? What's important right now? Yes. I like that. I hope y'all heard that. Write that down. Like, that's what we're gonna focus on. And I know C was like making that commitment to be compassionate. I compassionate. I think that is also a commitment to say absolutely I'ma freeze, I'ma take a deep breath, and I'm gonna be aware of what's important right now. Yes. Okay, Dr. D, you gave us some really good tools to use to quiet our self-critic, right? Mm -hmm. Our inner critic, the negative self-talk. Yeah. What is something that you, like a resource or a tool that you may like recommend to your clients when like, you know, you want to dig deeper or like you got to go home and do your homework? Right. um, so, what are some of those resources or tools?
1: Okay, so I actually created um, a nice workbook. So it's a thirty-day writing exercise that okay. I share with my clients, and I also want to recommend to any of you who want to go a little bit deeper. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an interactive like PDF. So we're gonna go. The workbook takes you deeper into some of the all of the steps that we talked about today, and it also shares some of my other favorite exercises to use. And then every day you're gonna have a page where you're able to write down, okay, what was my N today? What was my I? What was my C? What Uh was my E? And then there's exercises to help you learn how to create your own um, for each of those four four steps. So I like using that a lot. And if you want to dig deeper into NICE, that's a really helpful resource.
0: Okay, so where do we find the workbook?
1: So it's on my website, resilientliving.info. And then um, you'll see a button that says shop. You click there and you'll see um, 30 Days of Nice workbook. I think that's what it's called. But you'll see nice on there. Um, And it's a 30-day writing exercise.
0: I will have all of that linked in the show notes as well so you can – Go to the website and connect right to her site and the workbook. Um, this this was really helpful conversation. I'm glad I got to be in the hot seat and got some help today. Um, I hope it was helpful to you all. But right now, I want to bring it back and have a fun, rapid-fire question round with Dr. D. Is that okay? Yes. Okay. So these questions are real simple. No right or wrong answer. Just say the first thing that comes to mind. Okay. What did you want to be growing up? A lawyer. A lawyer?
1: Yes. Okay. I watched too much Ally McBeal.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. What is your dream place to travel? Or where is your dream place to travel?
1: Uh, I love Texan and Caicos Islands.
0: Really? Yes.
1: That's where my father's from. And I haven't been there in way too long. So I love
0: it. I Do you have back. a dream place that you've never been to?
1: Oh, that I've never been to? Um, I've always been interested in visiting an Asian country just because it's like I, I like food and part of yeah. the culture mm-hmm. so and just yeah that's been one place I've been curious to see
0: I think uh food piques my interest with traveling too because I like to eat and try different things yeah so okay what is one of your biggest pet peeves
1: uh, um golly like three of them came <laughs> crashing <laughs> at once So each thing, but um When people, like, are very braggadocious. Mm, mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. One of my pet peeves, or I think, no, this is, like, my biggest one, is the sound of people eating.
1: Oh, my God, my
0: husband. <laughs> like, I, I be, like, looking at my kids, like, oh, my goodness. Like, we have to have, like, the TV in the background or, like, some music in the background when we're having dinner. Because, like, I can just hear. Oh, my gosh, it just drives me crazy. Okay, what is one non-negotiable to your daily routine?
1: Mm, I need my quiet time to journal and write. Mm, It's a must.
0: I like that. Okay, Okay. last one is what does self-care look like for you?
1: Mm, I have a lot. Um, (laughs) Makeup, Mm -hmm. drinking waters, teas. I have a plant obsession, um, long hot showers, scented candles, and journaling.
0: I love it. I love it. I think, okay, not the makeup part for me. I'm learning. So I'm on this journey to learn how to do my makeup. Um, I love plants. So y'all know I love plants. Um, yes, I love when I can just have a moment and just take a long hot shower and not feel rushed. I also like soaking. I yeah, like soaking sometimes yeah. too. Yes, so I love that. Dr. D, thank you so much. Thank you. It was good to finally, like, sit down and really, yes. Y'all, we've been trying for (laughs) a long time, and I'm so bad with this. But now, baby girl is in school, and, like, I just feel that I have more time. So, thank you so much. Thank you
1: for inviting me. I had fun.
0: So, did I lie? Did I lie to you? No, I didn't. Of course I didn't we keep it nothing but 100 here and i know i'm completely confident that you walked away with something from the episode because there is not one person walking this earth that can say they have never dealt with or wrestled with their inner critic had any self-talk issues no, now they will be lying to you. Okay, <laughs> no. Y'all, I thought it felt really good to just be in the hot seat. It felt really good to sit across from someone and have this conversation, which I like to call my little um, session because <laughs> um, Dr. D really helped me, but it really did feel good. I love all the interviews I've been doing. I love the virtual um, capabilities with the webcams. We can still see each other, but it really did feel good to sit across from someone And have this conversation and just be able to press record and let y'all listen in. Um, So the conversation does not stop here. Meet me over on Instagram at Tanita Tennant um, or on the website TanitaTennant.com. Comment on the post with the show notes is right there for you. But on Instagram, you can connect with me and Dr. D. We can keep the conversation going. On my Instagram page, at Tanita Tennant, y'all, I have to hear your takeaways. I want to know what you got out of this episode. Dr. D wants to know what you got out of this episode. So please share this, tag her, tag me. Um, She is tagged in the show notes as well, but she is at Dr. D. D V M F um i'm pretty sure that is correct you know let me go ahead and try to see if i see now yes dr d the mft on ig um y'all connect with us we want to hear from you and i want to keep the conversation going um because it was that good like we're gonna have dr d back um i want to break down this nice acronym even more so y'all can look forward to that um i hope this helped you get your week started off on a good note and gave you something that you can put into action right away because i know it did for me so rate the podcast leave me a review share it subscribe y'all all of that really helps helps boost the podcast and get in front of other people so I'm not ashamed. I need your help. Please, if you enjoyed anything about this episode and this podcast so far, please share, leave a review, rate it, subscribe, all the good things. Thank y'all so much. Have an amazingly blessed week. Until next time, peace. Thank you for listening to another episode of On This Journey Podcast. I truly hope it left you feeling inspired If so, please leave a review, hit subscribe, and share with a friend. Don't forget to connect with me on Instagram at Tanita Tenant and on my website, tanitatenant.com slash podcast, where you'll find all the show notes. Until next week, remember our do's and don'ts. Don't pursue perfection. Do embrace and find joy in the journey. Don't stunt your growth. Do celebrate all of your progress.